You're listening to Defending the Biblical Roots of Christianity, an apologetics and theology podcast hosted by Professor R.L. Solberg. For more information about our ministry, visit thebiblicalroots.org. Look, I'll be honest. I can be a bit of a Grinch about Christmas sometimes, especially when I see stores put up Christmas decorations even before Halloween, which I saw this year again. On top of that, I hate to see the commercialization and the secularization of a season that should be set aside for remembering and celebrating the birth of Jesus. But today, I want to look at a different kind of Christmas Grinch. And if your timeline on your socials looks anything like mine, you're already starting to see messages from them, right? I'm talking about those who rail against the idea of Christians celebrating Christmas at all. Is it wrong for Christians to celebrate Christmas? Well, I know some of you might be thinking, why would it be? Well, there are two schools of thought on why Christmas shouldn't be celebrated. Now, the first says it's wrong to celebrate Christmas because it's a man-made holiday not found in the Bible. And the second says it's wrong because Christmas is a pagan holiday, or at least it has pagan roots. These anti-Christmas beliefs are held by many groups, including Seventh-day Adventists and Jehovah's Witnesses, and by those who practice Torahism which is the belief that Christians are required to keep the Old Covenant laws. And none of these groups celebrate Christmas. And I wanted to take a few minutes to openly and honestly examine both of these objections to Christmas. But before we do, let me just offer a quick warning to those of us who follow Jesus. We live in an era of two very different Christmases. One is based on the birth of Christ, and it honors and remembers what God did in history. And this is the version of Christmas that I'll be defending. The other version of Christmas is a sort of feel-good, warm and fuzzy cultural tradition. It's secularized and commercialized, and it's where I think the bigger danger lies. The secular version of Christmas completely misses the mind-blowing truth that the infinite living God who created the universe and life itself chose to enter his finite world as a human being and walk among us. John wrote, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen His glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. That's the true meaning of Christmas, and it's where we find real hope. As Tim Keller put it, There has never been a gift offered that makes you swallow your pride to the depths that the gift of Jesus Christ requires us to do. Christmas means that we are so lost so unable to save ourselves that nothing less than the death of the Son of God himself could save us. None of us are able to pull ourselves together and live a life that is moral enough and good enough to put us in right standing with a perfect, holy God. So Jesus came to reconcile us to God, and that's what Christmas is all about. It's not a quaint myth. It celebrates a true historical event that restored hope to the human race. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And while Christmas may or may not have pagan roots, and we're going to look at that in a minute, it will certainly have a pagan future 
if we Christians lose sight of what it's all about. So, let's look at these two common objections to celebrating Christmas. We'll start with the easy one. A common objection we'll hear from our Hebrew Roots friends against celebrating Christmas is that it's a man-made holiday. The argument is that celebrating Christmas is wrong because Christmas is not mentioned in the Bible and it's not a feast or a festival mandated by God. Okay, so first of all, Christmas is in the Bible. That's where the holiday came from, the birth narrative of Jesus, which is found in the Gospels. And secondly, yes, of course it's true that Christmas is not a feast or a celebration mandated in Scripture, to which I, as a trained theologian, would reply, so what? The Bible doesn't say we're only allowed to celebrate the holidays that God gave to Israel in the Torah. It just doesn't. In fact, in what I find to be a rather humorous bit of irony, the declaration that celebrating man-made holidays is wrong is itself a man-made rule. It comes from people, not from God. And it's an unbiblical rule too, because guess what? Jesus celebrated a man-made holiday. In John 10, Jesus was in Jerusalem for the festival of dedication. This is the holiday we know today as Hanukkah. And Hanukkah is not commanded in the Bible. In fact, unlike Christmas, the story of Hanukkah isn't found in the Bible. You have to read 1st and 2nd Maccabees to find that. Hanukkah wasn't given by God, and yet Jesus observed it, which tells us there's nothing inherently wrong with celebrating man-made holidays, especially Christmas, which was specifically created by the church to remember and commemorate what? The birth of Jesus, our Savior. The second reason some people say we shouldn't celebrate Christmas is because it's a modern version of an ancient pagan holiday. They say that at some point in history, the pagan winter solstice morphed into the celebration we know today as Christmas, and we shouldn't be bringing pagan things into Christian worship. Well, let me offer two things to think about here. First, did you know that when Solomon built the first temple, he used materials and labor from the pagan nations around him. Why would God allow such a thing? Well, it's because, as Psalm 24 verse 1 tells us, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. God owns everything, and pagan things have no power of their own. Anything can be commandeered and used to bring glory to God. So although Solomon's temple was built with the beautiful cedar wood of Lebanon and with the help of laborers and, and craftsmen from Tyre and Sidon, its purpose was to worship Yahweh, the God of Israel. And likewise, while trees may be worshiped by pagans, Christians merely use them as a decoration in their celebration of the God of Israel coming to earth as a human being and walking among us. It's not the thing that has power, as Isaiah so insightfully teaches when he talks about the folly of idolatry, right? He says, from one tree comes the wood to keep you warm and cook your food, and the same tree is also fashioned into an idol that can't see or hear or understand. Shall I bow down to a block of wood, he asks? No, what we worship is what we set our hearts and minds on. You can't accidentally worship something that you're not even thinking about. Let me say it again. What we worship is what we set our hearts and minds on. 
So the objects around us, the tree, the wreath, the candles, the ornaments, and so on, those things don't dictate what we're worshiping or celebrating. It's the purpose for which those things are used that matters. And if they're used as cultural decorations, as we remember the birth of Christ and celebrate the incarnation of the God of Israel, then it's Jesus who's being worshiped. He's the one we're thinking about and reading about in the Bible and singing to during Christmas, not the tree. Secondly, let me ask you this. Do pagans now, or have they ever, celebrated the birth of Jesus? <laughs> no, of course not. They're pagans. They don't believe in Jesus or even worship the creator God of the Bible. Instead, pagans worship God's creation. There's no ancient pagan celebration or ritual, no winter solstice that eventually morphed into the commemoration of the birth of Jesus Christ. Because Christmas isn't a pagan holiday. Ah, but is it a holiday with pagan roots? I mean, pagans do have a winter solstice holiday. It falls on December 21st, which is the shortest day of the year. And it's known in many places as Yule. It's one of the oldest winter celebrations in the world. So in antiquity, the seasons and the weather played a significant role. And because of this, many ancient people had a great reverence for and even worshiped nature and the weather and the sun, right? The ancient Norse people viewed the sun as a wheel that changed the seasons. And the ancient Romans held a festival called Saturnalia to celebrate the rebirth of the year. It was a holiday that grew out of older farming-related rituals. And the idea was to offer gifts or sacrifices to the gods during the winter sowing season in hopes that they would provide a plentiful harvest in the new year. And our Torah-keeping friends say, exactly. They point out that during Saturnalia, Romans would sing songs and have feasts and socialize and give each other gifts. Sounds a lot like modern Christmas, doesn't it? So, the argument goes, Saturnalia must be the root of our modern Christmas customs. And we have to admit that Christmas today often does include things like singing carols, giving each other gifts, sharing big meals, lighting candles, and so on. But let's think about what else includes those things. Birthday parties, graduation parties, weddings, bar mitzvahs, uh, retirement parties. These are all common social traditions, not pagan rituals in and of themselves. So the similarities to Christmas are completely superficial. The question we should be asking is what are the religious or theological similarities between Saturnalia and other winter solstice celebrations and the religious observance of Christmas? And there we find some deep fundamental differences. Think about it. The goal of pagan celebrations is what? to appease the gods, right? Christmas has nothing to do with appeasing God. The pagan celebrations were agricultural in nature. Christmas has nothing to do with agriculture. It's about the birth of the Savior. The pagan celebrations are based on the winter season. And while Christmas is celebrated in winter, it's not based on the seasons. In fact, Jesus was most likely not even born in the winter. The pagan celebrations involve the worship of idols or pagan gods or, or nature or the weather. Christmas involves the worship of the one true God of the Bible. And pagan celebrations are future-focused. The believers are hoping for a future work of the gods or nature in the coming season that will benefit them, right? Christmas, however, is past-focused. Believers are commemorating and remembering 
the historical event when the Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. So while pagan winter festivals focused on the gods meeting the, the future physical needs of the people, Christmas focuses on the God of Israel having already met the spiritual needs of the people. Pagan celebrations require people to give gifts and make sacrifices to the gods, while Christmas remembers that Yahweh gave a gift to the people by sending His only Son to save us. So the Christian observance of Christmas has no religious resemblance or connection to pagan winter celebrations. These are two completely different animals. And it's not like the historical roots of Christmas were lost in the mists of time and we're not quite sure how it came about. We actually know for a fact that Christmas wasn't a holiday that morphed out of something else over time. And how do we know that? Because it was a celebration intentionally started by the church. It was originally called the Feast of the Nativity. And from the beginning, it was a celebration of the birth of Christ our Savior. Some of the earliest traditions included cutting a branch from a tree and bringing it into the home to symbolize, to symbolize Jesus entering our lives. And people would greet each other by saying, Christ is born. And the response was, glorify him. And then they would tear the bread and share it with everyone during the meal. And by the way, the Christians who celebrated the Feast of Nativity openly rejected Saturn and Mithra and, and the rest of the pagan gods. So the historical motivation for the, he, for the Feast of the Nativity was actually anti-pagan. That's where Christmas comes from. So our Hebrew roots friends might say, oh yeah? Well then why is Christmas celebrated during the winter solstice time of year? Well, first of all, the Bible doesn't give us the date when Jesus was born. So there's no right or wrong day on which Christmas should be celebrated. Legend says that Pope Julius I chose the date of December 25th to capitalize on the existing traditions of those pagan winter festivals. So the theory was that by holding the Feast of the Nativity at the same time as the winter festivals, the chances would be greater that Christmas, the celebration of the birth of Jesus, would be widely embraced by the people. And if that was the plan, I'd say it worked pretty well, because Christmas ended up commandeering the, the pagan winter season and remaking it in the name of Christ. While Christmas and the pagan winter celebrations might contain some superficial similarities in terms of social customs, they are fundamentally and profoundly different things. In fact, they're opposed to one another in their origins and their purposes. I mean, think about the essence of the Christian Christmas celebration. The story of the birth of Christ is read aloud from Holy Scripture. The Creator God of the Bible is worshipped through singing and prayer. And the Gospel of Jesus is preached to packed churches, often full of people who don't typically go to church. This is a God-honoring observance that would make any pagan squirm in their seat. The bottom line is this. What we fix our minds and hearts on is what we worship. And if our hearts and our minds are focused on the birth of Christ and the incredible lengths that God went to in order to save us, which is what the Christmas story is all about, we're certainly not participating in pagan rituals. Thanks for watching. Merry Christmas.